Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shuler, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and the Miami Dolphins are, uh, I guess, on uh, their hangover has ended. Uh, the miracle um, has come to a crashing halt in Minnesota as the uh, the Dolphins fall to the hand of the Vikings, uh, 41-17, and uh, any semblance of... Um, the season basically taking on uh, new meaning and uh, the momentum carrying over was quickly brought to an end. As the Dolphins started out uh, about as worse as you can, it reminded me of a 1980 Super Bowl, uh, 21 nothing in a heartbeat. And then, uh, believe it or not, they actually came back in it, had a chance to not only get back in the game, but take a lead in the game, and they just couldn't seem to do that. And then, uh, and then there was a little grace period, and then the floodgates opened again, and that was all she wrote. And the uh, the Minnesota Vikings uh, took care of business, and and uh, you know it's a wacky league, there's no doubt about it. But the uh, the Miami Dolphins' consistency uh, is is up there at the top. Um, they are they've shown that they're certainly not one of the worst teams in the league. And but they're certainly not in the elite class as well, and I think that 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 has become brutally honest in the last uh, you know few weeks. And and we've talked about all year how they've they've played well, and then they get to a pinnacle point, a crossroads, if you will, where this is the game that will carry them on to the next level, and they lost it. And then they come back again, and this has happened three times this year, and then they get to that point again, and, and bang, they, they can't hold on to it, and they lose it. And, and I don't know if this Minnesota game, you can put it up there with the top peak ones that they've had, but this is certainly a huge one because, you know, if they win this game, they would have had uh, if not complete control, they would have been at the top, uh, uh, you know, to, to vie for a playoff spot with the last two games remaining. And, uh, and of course, they lay an egg out there. They don't, they don't accomplish that feat. Uh, they go to 7-7. Seven and seven. And so now I ask you, is it a 7-9 and nine season, an 8-8 eight and eight season, a 9-7 and seven season? Uh, who knows? Uh, New England Patriots obviously lost two games in a row. And believe it or not, if the New England Patriots lose their next two games and the Dolphins win out, Dolphins will win the AFC East. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that's happening, and I understand that it's a super long shot, but I'm just letting you know how, uh, the way this season is going and how bizarre um, you know the, these teams are. And, uh, maybe the New England Patriots, maybe they didn't get over that miracle in Miami, or maybe they're just not the same team they were. Um, but, you know, there's just something to, to, to throw out there. Uh, Miami Dolphins injury riddled, as we've talked about. Xavier Howard 
I did not play uh, again against Minnesota, and and that's you know I, I think you're seeing the effects of that for sure, and uh, and that Frank Gore hurt, uh, and he'll probably most likely miss the remainder of the season. Uh, from what I've heard, it's an extreme ankle uh, sprain. Uh, Rich might know something more um, on that, but I, I've heard that it's most likely going to keep him out for the rest of the regular season. And, but, uh, you know, I don't have any concrete facts on that. Like I said, Rich might know a little bit more on that. So without further ado, let's get him in here. Uh, Rich, uh, you know, as I said, uh, it's just it's, it's an up-and-down roller coaster season for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, uh, I know both of us didn't have great feelings about going out to Minnesota, and I should mention before this, which we were both kind of taken aback by, 1-10 on the road going into this game, and now they leave 1-11. It's pretty sad, isn't it? You know? It's I don't get either that bad. Yeah, I, I mean, how did that get past us? Right? I don't know. That's that a good question. Neither one of us. Yeah, yeah, that really got past both of us, and that that's got to be the worst in the league, right? I was going over it, yeah. and and then somebody threw it out there. What are you talking about? The Cleveland Browns? They haven't won a game in so long. Yeah, but they won. I think they won two games on the road this year. So that's yeah, they're, they're they ahead did. of us. Yeah. Yeah. I think they might be the worst. Yeah, I, Green Bay had a really bad streak, but it was nowhere near this. Yeah, this is almost it's, it's over a season, right? I mean, you're talking eleven yeah, games. It goes into last so, year. Yeah, the only game they won this year on the road is the Jet game. And last year they won the Jet game on the road as well, right? So it was somewhere in between yeah. there, I guess. They probably lost, you know. Yeah, the road that was early too. So yeah, it was you know they yeah. definitely started the streak probably towards the end of last year and it carried over. Yeah. So like five, five games maybe. Yeah, four, yeah be five, five last year. The last and five road games last year, and then six into this year. Yeah. Whew. Ah, that, that's bad. And it's so weird because, and you even said it, they were not a great home team. Now all of a sudden they're becoming a, a, a stellar home team, which is, is very shocking. But I think if you really analyze that, you can say yes, record wise yeah. they are. There's been some bizarre games. You there's know, no there's question. been some bizarre. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and they've just happened to win them. But, but the fact is, they they have won a lot of games at home, so they're becoming, uh, you know, a, a decent home team. And now they're the worst road team in football. And if I go back two, three years ago, they were one of the better road teams in football. So go figure that. Yeah, who knows? It's, you know, th- this team, you know, is getting exposed hard. You know, I mean, they again yesterday, 220 yards on the ground, they give up. You know, no pass rush at all. A team that really can't block, we have no pass rush. You know, it's, it's a disgusting performance on defense yesterday. Well, I, I've i had a problem with their pass rush all year. You know how I felt about it. Um, I, I yeah, think the injuries, though, are – are certainly taking I, – I think you've really seen Xavier Howard, you know. You got by in the New England game, but you got by. I mean, they, they scored almost every right. time they touched the ball. So, you got, you yeah, know, you got by, yeah. but they didn't right. stop them. You know, it was, a, no. it was a, the Dolphin offense just answered. And in this no. game, you know, you, you can only do it for so long. And uh, they just ran all over, you know. They they really did. The de- it, it Really, the defense uh, – 
the defense did not show up at all. And then when the Dolphins' offense got on track, they put themselves in a position where they were ready to take the lead, and the defense made a stand for like three, four times, and the Dolphins' offense just couldn't get over that hump. And then once they couldn't take the lead, then the floodgates opened, and that was all. They they really got back into the game on the pick six. And then they had one really long run from scrimmage. Other than that, the offense was atrocious. The I thought there was a couple penalties that stopped drives, you know, and and, and there was that big run, obviously, like you said, um, right? Uh, you know, but yeah, I, listen, you're not walking out of that stadium bragging about any facet of the, of, of the offense or the defense. There's no doubt about no. it. They laid an egg. They laid an egg yeah. in Minnesota. I mean, there's no way to, to, to cherry coat it. Uh, sugar-coated. It is, it is what it is, I guess. But, it, it, you know, from, from my standpoint, when I look at it, uh, you know, I, I've said all along that this team is successful or not successful on one thing, and that's turnovers. The reason why they've had success two years ago is because they had top turnover ratio practically in football, and this year as well. You know, they started off with a lot of turnovers. And when they get turnovers, they win games. But that's been a little dormant. Xavier Howard, the uh, the league-leading turnover machine at corner, has been out for two weeks now. And if it wasn't for the, the was it Minka Fitzpatrick who had the interception? If it wasn't yep. for that, if it wasn't for that, it, it, it's even more of a blowout, right? I mean, that's what oh, got absolutely. them back in the game, like you said. So, yeah, yeah when you look at it like that, uh, you know, it's a strange economy. When you look at the league, though, the league is it's a bizarre league. It really is. The teams that were so dominant seem like they've kind of hit a plateau. Uh, the Rams have lost two in a row now. Kansas City I'm not sold on because they haven't beaten one good team all year. Every time they no. lose, it's to a good team. It's and that's a not a good team, way to yeah. be. It's to a good team. No. Every time they lose, no. it's to a good one. And so, the you know, is, is- the AFC, there's no real dominant team in the AFC. I mean, in the NFC, it's like the Saints and everybody else right now. That's yeah, I, mean, I, think, I still you know? think I still think that the Rams, you know, are a very well balanced team that could compete. But when it comes down well, to, like, yes, they don't show up. They don't show up against the good teams. Like they don't play to their talent level. They're definitely underachieving. You know, their talent level is insane. But they, there's something not right there. Well, they've got two losses all year, and they went. They competed with New Orleans in New Orleans. I mean, they lost in the last second, so they can't say they don't compete. I mean, I just think that they. they yeah, they've only got two losses. A lot better. Yeah, I mean, they looked awful well, the last two weeks. Well, obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles are the world champions. Nobody expected them to beat the Rams, but you know, they they can bring it. At it. I guess they they're capable of getting to that level. And you just figure folds in that, you know, it just happened to all come together last night. Um, well, who's their other loss? They did beat the Chiefs. Who, who's their other loss? Do you remember? It was the Saints. The Saints. The Saints. So yeah, they, the Saints beat yeah. So, I mean, they, they, you know, they, they lost to these the team. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. They don't really play anybody in that division. The division is terrible. No. No. It is. I mean, if you're staying in the NFC, the big question is, can Chicago show up again in the postseason? And, you know, their defense is very strong. Uh, you know, Khalil Mack was a fantastic pickup for them. I'm not sold that Trubinsky can can win three playoff games. I, I'm not sold on that. 
Um, yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. I think it probably comes down to what everybody thinks it does, and that's the Saints and the and the Rams vying for the Super Bowl. And then, like you said, in the yeah. AFC, AFC, uh, yeah, it's very strange. It, 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 it's kind of it's wide open. I think a lot of it will have to do with who gets the home field advantage. And, uh, you know, neither one of us are sold on the Texans in a big spot against the Patriots. And um, no. I, I think you're kind of seeing the, 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 the well, Kansas City on, Chiefs. I'm not sold on, on the San Diego Chargers having home field advantage and, and the Patriots going out there and not killing them. You know, I, believe me. I, 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 I saw that movie before, too. I'm with you. I think that it's it's pretty wide open. I mean, you know, if, if the Chiefs get home field advantage throughout the playoffs, obviously that's a plus with the weather situation and everything out there. But the thing that bothers me with the Chiefs is they, every time they lose, it's to a good team. They just they just seem like yeah. you know the good teams are getting the better of them, um, and you know Pittsburgh finds a way to to stay in the hunt. Um, so, and then where does that leave the Dolphins? You know, it leaves the Dolphins. I think they're somewhere at nine right now. And, uh, you know, just another one of those seasons that can, you know, is it going to end at, are they going to be seven and nine? They're going to be eight and eight. They're going to be nine and seven. I mean, they've already really passed your expectations. Well, I mean, but, is the perception no. going to change? The, if, I, mean, I mean, you know what this team is. Does it really matter what the record says at the end, how the perception of this team is? I mean, I don't think they're going to be nine and seven, but, is eight and eight and seven and nine any difference really? What what's the difference? You didn't well, make the playoffs. You underachieved. I mean, you had a lot of problems minute. this year. You have major well, issues. Let's say yeah. they finished the year at nine and seven, right? Yeah. I think they yeah. had certainly enough injuries that they could have had two more wins, though. So does that make them yeah. an eleven win team? You know, I don't know. It's, I, don't, I don't know what this team is, to be honest with you. I don't know what it is. But like, what, what, what does that do for you, though? If you win nine games, right? What does that do for you? I'm not saying it does anything, but no, no, no. I'm just, I'm saying so you bring back the whole regime and you do and you and you you're building this team the same way that doesn't work. So well, you're going to be stuck a lot in mediocrity of, for a decade. Well, I don't know. I look around the league. There's a lot of teams in a lot worse shape. So I got to look around and I say what is working, what's not working, right? And I think there's a lot of positives this year. I think there is some positives, but there's been a lot of injuries that have taken that away, right? And I said that, you know, I, I think if you look at, like, personnel, let, let's start with the big question, right? And the big question is Matt Burke. Talk to me about that. I mean, is, is, is Matt Burke the problem with this defense? Because it certainly looks like he's making a lot of stupid mistakes. It's, uh, everybody's complaining about him. They've been calling for his head now for five weeks. Uh, you know, what, you hear the what do you see? You hear did you hear the Rasheed Jones comments today? Um, I know that they, they put him they, – the first they, they, they had him at free safety, which he was not happy about, and I can't quite understand it either, to be honest with you. But talk to well, me. Well, 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 his take is on it. He's like, you know, he used to play up close to the line and, you know, and go after receivers and, like, guard them close. Right. Now they got him back, like, a free safety, and they said it's almost like they're sabotaging me so my stats aren't there. So you basically, what did I tell you two months ago? That they're yeah. looking to get rid of him. They're looking to yeah. get rid of him and getting an excuse. That's what this team is about. They they don't build anything. They just like try to knock down their better players and get rid of them. It's right. And like replace them with cheaper players. It's like well, they're not trying to build anything. 
they're like running on a treadmill. It's like ridiculous. And they're they're causing problems where problems don't exist and they keep drafting the same positions over and over and over again. I mean, you know, but look, here's another year that we, we got zero production from our rookies this year again. Other than the kicker. Well, if you go through the the, the class, right? Who let, let's go through who, who who is the class? You didn't get zero production from Meek and Fitzpatrick. Well, you no think that's a great pick. That's a that's no, a great no, pick. No, you said zero production. Okay, is that okay? Not zero production. Real okay. He's a starter. Okay, wonderful. Is he get? He was definitely not as not the bill of goods that we were sold. I agree he's not the, the – the, I agree he hasn't been the player I thought he would be. But I still think that he's got the potential to be a star in this league. So I'm not taking yeah, that out. Know, of how many times have we said that? How many have said that? These guys got potential, 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 and nothing ever happens. Well, I said you know? that about Xavier and Howard, and I think Xavier and Howard's one yeah. of the better quarterbacks, if not the, the best quarterback in the AFC. So I think that panned yeah. out for sure. Um, the first time I seen this Belage was yesterday. He looked really, really good. So that, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I understand what you're saying, but I don't think this is a terrible draft class. I don't think that's the problem. I think what the problem is is, is – Let's we don't get enough for Sean Jones, right? We, we don't get enough. No, we don't. We, we don't. We don't. But I, I, I'll talk to you about last year's class. That last I'll talk to you about. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. But you, you know, you brought up this class, and I'm not. I, I don't know yet. I, uh, this class, we still have to. You know, we have to see. I, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks still. But here's the thing. You don't. Right? You, you, ever signed, that, you ever heard of this when you're talking about, like, you know. uh Defensive rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. There's never a Dolphin involved. You ever notice that? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, the, the, the draft classes have been very rough. But I, I don't, I'm not, I don't know that this one falls in there, though. Rich is what I'm saying. I, I think you you can't include this. I, I'll talk all you want about last year's class because I thought that you know that they kind of missed the mark in a lot of ways. Charlie, Harris, yeah, that was a beaut. Yeah. yeah, you you signed Rashid Jones to a long term deal, and then what do you do? You sign McDonald to a long term deal, and then you draft another safety. So that's a little, that's what, you know, that's, strange. That's what I want to do. It's like you're on a treadmill all the time. You're drafting well, the same players. Like I said, when when they signed Sue that year, what was the first player they took? The second round pick. Well, no, yeah, I, I got the same position. I, I, they're idiotic. It makes no sense. But they're they're. It's like it's like they threw a dartboard. You know, darts at a dartboard when they draft. It's it doesn't make any sense what they do. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, there's a lot a lot of sense in, in what you just said because they have kind of uh, played. It went around in circles, uh, you know, in a lot of years with the uh, with the draft. I, I can't argue with that. I mean, there there's some stuff that has you know a lot of question marks. Uh, you know, um, but, uh, you know, I, I also think that you have to look at it from the fact that, uh, you know, maybe there is some star talent. I think that some of the free agent moves that they've made were, you know, pretty good. We're just seeing a lot of injuries happen to that, you know, so we have to see how that pans out. Uh, well, know, it can't be good. It's, it's not good, though, because what's not good about it is they didn't last through week four. They they tried to patch up the offensive line with thirty four year olds. Well, I wasn't referring to them. So that's well, not I wasn't a really signing. I, I wasn't really referring yeah. to that. 
I wasn't referring okay. to that. I'm talking about. I think Albert Lewis was is, is a great pickup, and and hopefully he comes back and and he can be the player that we see that he is. That's what I was referring to there. I think that was a very good pickup. I think Frank Gore was a fantastic pickup. Okay, that, that's what I'm basically talking about. You're right. The offensive linemen, I think they were talented guys. They were old and they got injured. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a thumbs down. There's no doubt about that. I got to give a thumbs down on that. And uh, if you look at, um, uh, at Danny Amendola has been a big disappointment. There's no doubt about it. He's nowhere near the uh, – He was indicted for theft today, I heard, for stealing the contract. Because he yeah, has not showed up whatsoever. But the one thing I will say, though, but you said that he was injury-prone and wouldn't last five games. So you were wrong on yeah, that. He's, he's, but I'm not – Yeah, but look, he doesn't do anything. So, you know, I guess well, he can't hurt what he does. Well, that's not you true. Know? He's been involved in a lot of plays. He's just not the player that I thought yeah. he was going to be. I thought he was going to be yeah. a lot a lot better than he has been. But he has, he has maintained health. Okay, so you can't say nothing about that, you know. He has uh, – he has maintained that. Um, uh, but, you, listen, if you want to go on the negative run, I'll, I'll go with you. I think Mike Kosicki has been a huge disappointment. Huge. Well, they don't the, have a tight end that I'm comfortable here's, with. Here's, here's the draft class, right? you got Micah Fitzpatrick, round one. I, I would think that's a, you know, a C, you know, right there. Yeah. I, don't, wait, 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 I, disagree, I disagree with you. I don't think it's a C. I think it's I think it's in the B's. I think he can. I think I think he's in the B's. Maybe a B minus, and we'll see how that goes. But go ahead, Gusecki. Gusecki. I mean, that's a D to me. I mean, I think he's a huge disappointment. You know, yeah, I'm with this you. was supposed I'm to be the, the same the same guy like a like a Gronkowski. You know, a young Gronkowski is supposed to be this and that. Zero we got from him. I'm with you. Who's All next? Right. Baker. Round three. Baker. Yeah, Baker was round three. I like Baker you know, a lot. I, I, guess I that's like a Baker. B. Yeah, that's a that's a B. That's I think a, that's, that's a B. Pl- I think that's a B plus, yeah. and we'll see how that pans out. I yeah. like that pick yeah. a lot. He's a good ball player. Okay, but round four we had two picks. We had Balage, which you know that uh, jury's still out on him, I guess. Yeah, I can't you give know, you an answer yeah, on Balage. What I see in the Minnesota, he looks he looks fantastic, yeah. but I can't. You know, we've got to leave that one open right now. That'll that'll have to wait a little bit. But who's the second pick? And in the, the other, in that round? we took another Durham tight end, Smythe? the Durham, yeah, Spice guy. You know, yep. yeah, that, that's, that's that's to me that's a joke. He doesn't he does nothing. You know, that's, that's ridiculous. D. That's yeah. a D. Now no fifth okay. round pick. Okay. You know, and uh, and we had a, comp- a compensatory six round pick. Of Cornell Armstrong. Oh uh, yeah, didn't he play? Didn't he? Didn't he play point guard for the Chicago Bulls? Oh, that's BJ Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I don't even yeah. know who the. Yeah, that. that yeah, I don't that, even that, think that, he's still there. Yeah, that's, an that, that's a joke. And here, here's a good one. Round seven, we had two. We took the kicker, which I think is an A. That's a good one. All right, yeah. I give him credit on that. <laughs> Quinton Polini, uh, a linebacker from Ohio. Oh, there you go. I don't think there's, I don't think you could find him if you wanted to send him a Christmas card right now. Yeah, there you go. There's a, there's another F, I guess, on that. Yeah. But yeah, he, as he I said, if you put them all together, yeah. Not listen. As far as their drafts have been, one of the better drafts. Yeah. Now that's not saying a ton because we if we go back the last couple of years, we're really going to yeah. be angry, right? But this I don't yeah, think this draft exactly. class is terrible. I don't think it's terrible. It has the potential of being halfway decent. We'll have to see. Great. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. You don't know yeah. because Baker Fitzpatrick and uh, and the kicker, you know, and and Balage could make it very good. We don't know. Yeah. You have to wait and see how that plays out. Well, well, next year we'll talk about that more and we'll see how that well, goes. But the kicker uh, will probably make the Hall of Fame with somebody else because we'll, yeah, as soon well, as they get to pay him, they'll get rid of him too. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right, we're running a little late. Let's take a quick break. We'll come on back. Hi, this is former Miami Dolphin Jim Crash Jensen, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Miami Dolphins Legend Show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant. Just a reminder, you can catch us on iTunes. Just uh, go right to the iTunes store and uh, Pat Catello Show. You can download the latest episodes right to your phone automatically and send us any questions or comments at PatCatelloShow at Yahoo.com. Yeah, Rich, you know, when I look at the whole, you know, course of events of, you know, what's taken place, um, you know, you, you got to look, I guess, at um, – What's the stability and the future of of the team, how it is right now? And the biggest question comes up uh, with Ryan Tannehill, and I know you've been very down on him uh, in the last few weeks, which, which is ironic. Before you enter, it's very ironic because the last three games, he's like the top. Like, they're raving about him. He's been so consistent and accurate, and his uh, it's off the charts, right? And then, obviously, they, you know, they get – Blown out yesterday, but you you know your big thing is his yardage, which was uh, again horrible, 106. But I'm not as big. Yeah, I'm not as big on the yardage thing, but he you know he yeah, he didn't have time to throw yesterday. Yeah. I got you. He got sacked nine times, eight times in the second half. I understand. I mean, he, that. yeah, he didn't have but, a chance. But seriously, when you're playing terribly, like you know you're getting blown out, that's when you should rack up garbage yards. 
He had 108 yesterday. That's insane. Yeah. But and how much? Time. But they were, you know, look, I don't blame him on everything because I think when they were getting killed, they were still trying to run on first and second down. And they were so predictable third down here, they bring the house. So, you know, he didn't have time. I got that. But their their offensive scheme yesterday was ridiculous. Yeah, Especially I when agree. they get killed. But how much of that is on him? I, you know, I don't think he had a good game yesterday again. I, I don't know. No, he had, he had I, a terrible I, game. I'm not saying he had a great yeah. game. Well, he had a terrible game because his passes weren't inaccurate. He just had no time, and he just wasn't really doing much. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that. But um, – I guess what I'm saying, you done with him? Like, you're ready to turn the page? Or you're ready to bring somebody else in but still have him there? Well, here's here's my point about being done with him. You know, no, I'm not done with him if we're just going to haphazardly get some garbage off the street. I mean, if you draft somebody, so you're able to draft somebody that's like, you know, could be a future star, sure, you got to groom him for a couple years of panel. I have no problem with that. But, you know, this team has so many holes in it. I don't know where to start. You know, I, you know. First of all, you got a clean house. Whoever scouts for this team, the front office got to go. I mean, it's so much. There's so many things that are wrong with this organization that well, Tannehill's not the problem to per se. He's not part of the solution. I don't believe either. But he's not the he's not the glaring issue with this with this organization. No, but you know what? I I take a different approach on that because I I think it's I think it's different than that. I don't I don't think it is the the scouts and all that. Because I got to be honest with you, they bring in talent. They have drafted good players at times or brought them in. The problem is, in my opinion, they don't know how to use them. They play yeah, games with true. them. And then they yep. let them go. I mean, uh, and I know it's not all the same people. I, I, I got you. Jarvis Landry was a long time ago. You know, and it's a different regime. But I'm saying, like, through consistently, in the last 15 years, they brought in talent. From Wes Welker to Jarvis Landry to Jay Ajay, uh, you know, the, the list that goes on and on and on. But they, they yeah. don't know how to – they don't know how to handle these people. You could see that clearly in, in, in my eyes just in Devontae Parker and Carew in the last few weeks, right, when everybody got hurt, and then those guys stepped up, and, 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 and they had big moments, right? And I'm not saying they were yeah. superstars or anything, but this is what I'm saying. How are they not even on the roster? Yeah, I don't know. They're I on the practice squad? I, I mean, obviously, if, if Devontae Parker, who I'm not a big fan of, and I think he's been disappointing, but if he could go out to Houston and have 180 yards or whatever he had and have that kind of game, he deserves to have a jersey on each Sunday. He should be implemented yeah. somewhere. He should make the team, or you know. And, and Carew obviously should be on the 53-man roster. He can do things, whether it's on special teams or, you know, we've seen him making catches. You know, and that's just my point. I'm just picking out those two guys because those are the guys I know that come to mind. And there's a lot of other guys. You said it yourself. How is Godcho cut and now he's starting a week later? Yeah, I know. He's not no on your team. Not yeah. on your team starter. Does that yeah. make any sense? I don't think they know how to no. handle personnel. I think Gaze and Tan- Gaze for sure. Well, they I think they certainly don't know how to handle talent. Yeah, they don't. They they, they don't like talent. They don't, they they, don't they, relate. They, they can't relate. They don't want star players on this team. They no. definitely don't because they they don't want that attitude, I guess. Or and the, and you know, I don't know. They don't want to pay it. They don't want to pay the money for a star. 
They don't. There's well, no doubt. They don't want... Listen, I mean, you know, they can think their whole fan base is stupid, but they're not. I mean, listen, organizations that are trying to win, okay, this team's a lousy, lousy road team, right? So what do you do? Let's give up another home game next year and go back to London. I mean, who's, who's that for? Is that for your fans? Yeah, that's, no. That's directly no, that's at Ross. Yeah, that's directly at Ross. There's no doubt about yep. it. Yep. But that, that that's the way of winning this league. That's just absolutely ridiculous that what they're doing that again. You know? Yeah. And I'll tell yeah, you something. I agree. If I was a season ticket holder, I was a season ticket holder down there. I'd be aggravated. You know, I want to get seven. It's not like we're getting playoff games down there. So we get seven games and that's it. And the city of Miami, yeah. who gave yeah. them all those tax breaks to, you know, to renovate the stadium and everything, they, they have the they have the audacity to take another home game away from that area, the, all that revenue, right. to go right. to London. I mean, that's ridiculous. It, it is. I mean, it doesn't it, it doesn't show that you're looking to to win. No. It, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't show no. that you're you're no. looking to win at all. And uh, I agree. It just seems like you know there's a a, a different agenda, and it's not always about winning, right? No. <laughs> has it ever been? I mean, look, Russ hasn't been won a playoff game since he's been here. He's been the worst owner we ever had. You know, one, this is the worst era of Dolphins football. That's unarguable. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it has. There's a couple ways of looking at it, though. Hazenga. Marino and Shula. So, you know, yeah. that certainly makes things easier for him. And, you know, there's some things that I, I kind of have my doubts on uh, with him. But uh, but that, I guess, is, you know, what saved his behind, right? And and, and yeah. then after that, you know, you have this era. Um, but, you know, we see how the transition went. And we see how responsible for the Jimmy Johnson era Hazenga himself was. So he's not immune to that because it's kind of him who did it, if you will. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, I think he's the one that stuck with wants that for all that long period of time. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's all connected. Yeah. You can't really separate yeah. that because he's kind yeah. of the one who did that. So, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I question – I question the uh, the intentions of Ross when it comes to um, whether or not you know he he is all out there to become uh, the, a winning organization and and basically uh, put them uh, you know uh, try to make a vie to be uh, at least compete with the New England Patriots right It seems like there's always yeah. another agenda and that does bother always. me. Because I think that yeah. you know it, it, it's not uh, you know you're putting you're putting your pocketbook first, but you're also putting uh, I guess you know just business decisions ahead of on the field football winning decisions, right? Yeah, no question about it. You want to hear yeah, last year's it. draft? Yeah, last year's draft horrendous, but go ahead. Yeah, this 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 looks like a jet draft to me. Charles yeah. Harris first round pick. That mm-hmm. that's to me that's a that's a D minus and I'm being nice. Right. Okay. McMillan round two. You know, you got hurt last year, this year he's been back. Mm-hmm. Eh. I mean that's a C minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. We had no round yeah. three la- oh, sorry, round three, 
Cordrero Tankersley. Is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. I mean, he's a decent player as like a, a special teams guy and, and like yeah. a nickel package guy, but certainly not a third round pick. No, that's another. That's another seat. <laughs> round five. Here's a good one. Isaac Aseka from offensive guard yeah. from Utah. I yeah. think he's probably at a lugout right now. Yeah. Round five. Yeah. That's an F. Round f- another round five. Davin Duchow, defensive tackle LSU. Yeah, he, yeah. You know that's an F. Another yeah. round five. Nate, Nate Jerry. They love these round five trades. Remember that one. You know. Yeah. Nate yeah. Jerry, safety Nebraska. F. Never heard of him. Round six. Yeah. Vincent Taylor, defensive tackle. I remember when they cut him. That's another. That's another F. And then yeah. uh, round seven. This was the coup. Remember this one? This was the. This was the. This was like uh, taking over Noriega in Panama. They got Isaiah Ford, wide receiver. Remember they yeah. activated him from the practice squad after they cut him three times. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Lousy wow. draft. That, no that, doubt. That, no. that draft. That is a Tannenbaum crown jewel. Is that one? All right. Did he get a plaque for this one? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you talk wow. bad about Greer? <laughs> I'll tell you something. Tannenbaum should get this one laminated and put it up in his office. This is a this is a treat. Why are you I mean, at it? Seriously, you can have you could seriously have a hamster like pick out of a cat with a you know pick a peanut with a with a number on it. We would do better than this. While you're at it, before our next break, can you give us the draft before that real quick? That would oh, be the J H I draft, right? Yeah, wouldn't that be the yeah, J H I draft? Yeah, hold on a second. That's the HI one, the 15? I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And that's Tannenbaum. That would be Tannenbaum's first draft, right? He's had three. Yeah. I think he did. Was, I think he, was this four this but, year? I think it's yeah, this, three. Yeah, this is the first was, one. You're right. Yeah, this is the, this is the, this is the first one. Devontae okay. Parker, number one. Okay. Yeah, now, being a disappointment, there's no doubt. I mean, it, it, it's it, it's a see at best because you don't know, you know, he's had some moments, but it's very disappointing. It's probably a C minus, right? <laughs> yeah, I think C minus, and that's being nice. Yeah. This is, now, this is, the, this is the real one, okay? This is what okay. sets, sets, this sets Mike Tannebaum ahead of everybody else. This is what okay. gave the Eagles the championship. Remember he traded, he traded down in, uh, in the thing? I remember, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 15th pick for the number 47th overall, then traded to Philadelphia, along with the team's six-round pick in exchange. Miami received the 20th pick to take Parker. And, oh, it was a joke. This is what they McMillan and Alonzo, right? To their quarterback. Yeah. And then with the pick, we took Jordan Phillips. That's an F. Jordan Phillips came out of that? Jordan Phillips came with that. But you also got Kiko Alonzo and McMillan, right? Uh, Kiko, Kiko Alonso, yeah, and uh, no, no, the other guy, the um, the, was it the, uh, Millen, the cornerback, Byron, Byron Maxwell, Maxwell rather, yeah. You know, listen, yeah. people disagree with you on that too, Rich. Uh, so it's I don't know. It, 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 people disagree with you. You wouldn't have made the playoffs. There were he was a big part of that year, and then oh. you know, obviously Kiko st- Maxwell. Maxwell's he was a terrible. big part. No, he wasn't terrible that year. 
He, he was a big part of making the playoffs. He, he shut down. Who was that? Was it Antonio Brown? He had some moments. He was he was a pretty yeah. pivotal part of that year. He was terrible. And, Keith, and you Keith know, I don't know Alonso. I mean, you like him a lot more he's than a, me. I, I don't yeah. think Alonso's a good ball player. You know, he's not a bad ball player. He's not a superstar no. middle no. linebacker. No. I, you know, he does. He's a third third leading tackler in the NFL. And last year, I think he was the same. I mean, he's he's what he is. But you know, he's. There's certainly a lot worse. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We had no third-round pick. We must have traded that for something. Don't say. That must have been a beaut. Yeah. Uh, fourth round, Jameel Douglas, the uh, guard from Arizona State. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the Dolphins used the 145th overall pick to select quarterback Bobby McCain. Can we trade that back? <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 I'll tell you, you're picking the wrong week to talk about that. Bobby McCain oh, had wow. one heck yeah. of a game, boy. Yeah. Boy, yep. was he? Uh... <laughs> then we then we picked the next pick was Jay Ajayi in the in the same round. Okay. Four picks later, which you know turned out to be good, but then we gave him away. Yeah. So you picked Balage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then, and then the hundred fiftieth pick, we had back-to-back picks. Okay. Good thing we didn't take this guy before Ajahi. You know. What Somebody round is this? Called, yeah, this is the this is the same round. This is the uh, this is the fifth round. We had we had four fifth, fifth round. round picks. Four fifth round. Picks. Okay. Okay. I don't know how we waited to the third one to take this guy. What do you got? <laughs> Safety from Minnesota. Cedric Thompson. <laughs> he, he, he was on our, I don't even yeah, know who he is. Yeah, that was a beaut. Yeah, I don't know how they waited so long to get him. You know, I would have taken oh, him boy. in the first round. You know, oh, and then we had one more pick in that round. And then, you know, Tannenbaum saved the best for last. You know, oh, this is the going. They took wide receiver, a.k.a. quarterback, Tony Lippett. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, and then back, about, outdid himself in the sixth and seventh round. I got to give him an A plus for the next two picks. He had no sixth and seventh round pick, so he couldn't yeah. get anybody else. That was this bad. Tony, Tony Lippett, wide receiver, Tony Lippett, correct? Yeah, wide receiver. So we're yeah. going to make him a quarterback. That's the other yeah. problem I have in our organization. They're always trying to make something out of play, though, that you can't shake. You know, no they doubt. take all wide receiver, make them a quarterback. They're always trying to change stuff. Like they're they're going to reinvent football. You know, and yeah. I told you that comes from never playing yourself. They have no idea what they're doing. This front office. No doubt. Right back after this. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the bowl for you. It's a classy move. Now the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce, and a coke with no ice. Hey, this is Robert Romano. This is Mike DeMont from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy. I'm listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone, to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. 
and ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Lights fade, I'm moving in stereo. Dolphins legend show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, as we come to the uh, final stretch. And, uh, you know, Rich, one thing that was glaring to me, and I don't know if, well, yeah, I'm sure you did, but, uh, you know, one thing that really bothered me, especially with Adam Gacy's he's offensive guru, and I still haven't figured out, I, I really don't know. I've been thinking about it. I really don't know what he writes all the time. I really don't know that, but that's not what I'm asking. One thing that was glaring to me was how the Minnesota Vikings – they really had they had nine sacks, but the majority of them were all on blitzes. And the, the Miami Dolphins offense just could not pick up the blitzes. They had no answer no. for the schemes in any way. No, no. And it was you know remember we remember we had Woody Bennett, remember how he used to pick up the blitzes like a running back? Right. Our running right. backs are terrible blockers. They really are. They all not. Well, not there's a couple ways of looking at yeah. that. Gore got hurt and Drake was there, so it was really Balage yeah. who was thrown into that yeah. role. That's a tough spot for him. But it, it, yeah, is, it, is it all the running back picking up? Was he responsible for how many of that? Well, I, don't I mean, think, we, I don't think we have that scheme where the running back stays back there. It always seems like the running back's abandoning ship. Like the running back. So, so who's responsible the when they the send these linebackers up the middle? And on yeah. the side, like who's responsible for that? Is it a tight end? That, that would be the running back. That would definitely be the running back, but there's never, they're never there. Okay, it seems so, like the running back's always peeling off to be a pass pass catcher. You know. Okay, so then my next question is, if that's the case, and I guess there are times when a guy's going to come through un undetested, right? That's going to happen. But, but shouldn't somebody yeah. be wide open though? Shouldn't that running back then be wide open? On most teams, yeah, but not on ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the answer. I guess that's the answer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. I, really, you know, another another quick point going back to the drafts. The the 2014 draft was Hickey's last draft with our team, and I thought this yeah. was one of the best 
draft class that, that we had in the long That's long Landry, time. right? That's the Landry draft? Yeah, Jawal James, number one. Right? Good pick. Jarvis Landry, number two. Really good pick. Wait, you said which James? Jawani James? Yeah, yeah. Jawani James was the first pick of the draft? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Okay. Jarvis, number two. You know, I think that's two A's. They're still good ball players. And he missed on third. The third round pick was a failure. Billy Turner, you know, that mm-hmm. guy just never panned out. Mm-hmm. Walt Akins is still there. He's a quarterback at. That's like a C minus. Arthur yeah. Lynch, in the fifth round, never heard of him. That's that was a uh, tight end. He, he was that's a bust. an F. Jordan Tripp, I thought was going to be a good ball player. That was a bust. <laughs> yeah, that's not so good. Round six, Matt Hazel was a bust. And around yeah, seven, I think not... that guy Fetty, that Fetty that we let go to the Buffalo this year. Okay, you need to pull Really, honestly, though, yeah. that draft's not as good as I thought it was with Hickey. It's really not. I no, mean, you got Juwani James. The first two guys were good. The first well, two Juwani were good, G- and there was, there was a bunch of misses after that. Well, Juwani James, yeah. obviously, still playing, you know, decent tackle. Yeah. Had a great rookie year. We were both very disappointed uh, after that right. with him. And now he seems like he's regressed a little bit. But, uh, he, he, you know, he, it's, a, it's a good pick. I don't know if it's the first – First pick of the draft, good pick, but yeah, yeah, obviously he's still playing. He's a tackle in the league, yeah. so yeah, it's a good pick. And Jarvis Landry, we both agree, is a superstar. You know, if you can yep. contain him and control him, uh, so no doubt. But the rest of that draft, pretty lousy. I thought it would be better. Yeah, it's not that good. No, it's not as good as yeah. I thought it was either. It yeah. was pretty bad. But you know, guess where Hickey is now, though? Where is Hickey? The Saints. He went to the Saints. Yeah. As what? As the general manager, as what? He may not be the general manager, but he's like right, you know, he's like the assistant to him or the number two guy or something, I think, something like that. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt. Hickey's a talented guy. We both liked him, and we both think he got the runaround. There's no doubt about that, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I would agree with that. And, you know, listen, I – I, I still stick to this basis. I think the problem lies more on what they do with the people they bring in than who they bring in. I really do. Because I think that if you had – I'm I'm, it's a facetious hypothetical, okay? But if I took Bill Belichick and I said Bill Belichick is coming in there in 2014 and he's – not going to do anything different. You're going to have every draft and every free agent and all the personnel exactly the same way. I just thought I think he would have handled it much better and a lot of these players would be much better. I really do. I just think that they don't handle personnel right. And uh, you hit it on the head. They can't handle the the very good ball players who's, who, who, you know, yeah. the superstars who are going to demand nope. money and speak their mind. They can't handle that. They have a big no, problem they're, with that, especially they're, they're working behind the scenes right now for an excuse to get rid of Jones. There's no question. Yeah, about I agree. It. I agree. I think Jones's time clock is ticking, and I wouldn't be surprised even if you see a draft day trade or something with him. But yeah, it doesn't make sense that you sign him to a long deal, and then you also sign McDonald to a long deal, and then you draft another safety, and you you know, and and then and then you play games with him all year. You, you rotate him. He sits out. There's obviously major problems with him. And and them yeah, right now. That so. situation, like I read that today, that situation's not not even beginning to be over with. You know, that no. just started. The only you know. way that that corrects itself is if somebody comes in a new defensive coordinator or something like that. Now, that, uh, what what's your status on Matt Burke? I mean, I you know, does Matt Burke have to go? 
at the another yeah, thing. Yeah. Now, you know, you wait. He's, he's, you know, look, if they got rid of everybody, I wouldn't care. I mean, you know, this whole coaching regime does, doesn't impress me. But, you know, yeah, I would, have, I would just assume, about I would assume Gaze survives because, well, I'll tell you something. The only way Gaze doesn't survive, Harbaugh and Michigan, I've heard, it's got, they got issues right now. Yeah. I, I could see sure. Ross, you know, going back to his alumni and trying to get Harbaugh. I could see that to an extent. And so I, I can I. You're right on that. that because – because then I think Tannenbaum's gone, and when I would do a jig if that happens, you know, you know me. I think that guy's a clown, you know. Yeah, and, and I don't know if I could deal the organization. Yeah, you I know? don't know how I feel about the Harbaugh thing. I, I I don't know how much I could deal with it on a week to week basis. I think it would really become aggravating to me. Um, oh, I uh, you know, I, but if it gets me to the point where they get rid of Tannenbaum, it's a step in the right direction. But here's my thing: if I'm going to choose, I would much rather have John Harbaugh. Yeah, but that's he didn't go to Michigan, I don't think. So. No, I know, I, didn't, I know. I gotcha, I gotcha. Got I'm saying though, they're both gonna be on the block probably, but John yeah, certainly is. That. Oh yeah, I know that, but that's not. You know, the guy has to go to Michigan with Ross. You understand that? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I gotcha. Hundred percent. I know. I see. You know, I, read uh, the, I read the New York Knicks were for sale today for the right price. Can't Ross just yeah. like sell the Dolphins by the Knicks? Yeah, he can afford it. He's one of the few on earth that can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's where he lives. I mean, come on. Buy your hometown basketball team and leave me alone. Yeah. That's amazing. Take that to London. Yeah, I know. No, you're right. You're right. That's not a cheap cheap price tag either. I could just imagine how much that's going to be, right? Well, it's never been for sale before, so and that comes with the garden too. <laughs> yeah, and what? Where did the Rangers fall in with that? I don't know, man. I I, I just like, they didn't even mention. I read the whole article. It didn't even mention the Rangers. I don't understand. Like, does he really own that team? <laughs> yeah, I know. Does he never admit it? <laughs> you know. But obviously, you know, it has to be a big. Somewhere in there. I mean, I can't imagine he sells the Knicks and keeps the Rangers. I can't imagine that. No, but you're not going to sell them to the same person, I would think. Right? I know, right? You know. I wouldn't well, who think could afford so. uh, Only, a corpor- oh. only yeah. another billion-dollar corporation. I I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's strange. He's got, more yeah, money than like, he's got more money than, like, a lot of people. Like, you know what they He sold Cablevision for, like, $100 billion or something like that. It was something insane. Yeah, it's insane. Like that. And get yeah. all that money, and they can't win either. I mean, they—they they, it's, it's ridiculous. No, no it's. He plays his uh, guitar somewhere. We could go yell at him every week if we cared. Why he <laughs> plays his guitar? I didn't even know that. He's a guitar yeah, he's player. He's bar in the city. He plays the guitar every week. Yes, they threw out a heckler a few weeks ago. I was yelling at him. <laughs> no kidding. You talking about Dolan, yeah. right? Dolan, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. If you do a ten, let me know how that goes. They threw the guy out. Unbelievable. Yeah, fun. Oh man. All right, so uh, Jacksonville well, next week at home. Getting back to the whole thing. I mean, you know, if they win the next two games and not in seven, I hope they don't believe that this was a successful season and then next year you're going to win eleven because it doesn't work like that. You know, I mean, they are what they are. I mean, they're playing two crappy teams at the end of the year. They're probably going to mail it in. Who's going to mail well, it in the hardest? Well, listen, you know, uh, Buffalo, Buffalo uh, uh, in Buffalo, week seventeen, not an easy game. 
There's no doubt about no, but, that. Not no, an easy remember, game. They, but remember, they made they made packing in too, though. You know, I mean, you know, may, that, still seems, a tough place. that seems a lost cause too. Still, you know? still a I tough mean, place to play, Rich. Still a tough place yeah, to play. Jacksonville, they but don't you know play great. Listen, all, listen, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say to it, and I'm not saying that they are going to run the table, but all I will say is, you had this team winning three games, and you did. And with all the injuries that they've had, if they're able to go 9-7, and seven, you know what, I will tip my hat to that a little bit. I'm not saying where it goes from here, but that's not that's yeah, but much is that better. Good, than, is that good? If they win nine games, what does that get you well, in the long run? Well, it, it, the question it, it is, up, what do you do? No, the question is, do you build on that? No, the question is, is it, is it a building? Do you then win, like you said, do you win 10 or 11 next year? That's what it comes down to. It really all depends on which direction you're but going. That, that, progression, that progression doesn't always happen. It very rarely happens. It, it is. You, you, it's unfair in a sense because you had a playoff team that then lost its quarterback for an entire season. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, you, yeah. you know, you, you got to almost chalk it up. So, you know, you don't know where you're going or where you're heading. But, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see how it, it, it all plays itself out. But one thing is for sure, my man, it will be uh, very interesting uh, to say the least. Yeah. And, you know, I wonder if this team's lost or not. I mean, I wonder – I wonder if they're going to come out and play hard the next two weeks, you know, if things don't go yeah. great. You know, yeah. I, you don't know that. I mean, you know, I don't wonder know how they feel about the coaching, you know. It'll be interesting I mean, to see because I don't have the, the answer either. It certainly doesn't look like they they show up all the time the way they give up yardage on the ground. They gave up 220 yesterday, you know. I know. That's why I said, where does Burke stand in all this? I can't imagine Burke survives. No, he, he really doesn't can. survive, but the whole coaching staff may go too. Who knows? You know, Let's see, I think a lot of it has to do, like you said, hardball. Other hardball. than that, I think it probably yeah, I think does. That's the, I think that's the main thing. I really do. Yeah. You know? Yep. Well, it should be interesting to see. And uh, that's our show, everybody. We'll uh, see you next week and take a different take on it, I guess. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a 